0: Welcome back to Mediocrity. Mediocrity episode two. Ben, we've been had a break. It's been Christmas. It's been New Year's. We've both had some vacation time, mate. How was the Christmas break? How was New Year's? What's been cracking?
1: Fantastic, mate. Good, we mate. had a wow of a time. Christmas, uh, my wife and I went down to
0: Newcastle. Yep. Where
1: we are originally from. On the way down there, as you know, uh, had my first granddaughter.
0: I'm aware of this. Yes. And I, I was going to get to that, but congratulations Very
1: again. Very proud. Beautiful we'll little through. girl. I think she was seven pounds six, Nevada buyer isn't it? Nevaeh Eve. Beautiful little lovely. girl. Been getting photos and videos every day. Lovely, Absolutely mate. Love
0: lovely. Lovely. The older we get, the softer we get. We do get, know, get softer, do. exactly. And, and and Mavi's doing well? Absolutely good, good. all over it, mate. Fantastic, mate. Congratulations it. again. Thank you. And grandfather by the ripe old age of 43. 44. 44.
1: So we that's end up it. in Newcastle. We end up close contact to a family yeah, member. Yeah, that was shit
0: out, but that's the world we live in now, it is isn't
1: it? It is what it its Had to go into, into yep. ISO for three days. Yep. It was only three days, so it doesn't
0: well, I'm actually, you guys actually did quite well because mm. you were down there in the middle of the cess pit. That yeah. is uh, New South Wales COVID problem that's going. Bash the Hornets' nest. Come Mate. away without a dint on you.
1: I, in fairness, I wasn't in Newcastle that long because I did. I, I made. I drove thirty-one hours in seven days. Yeah, yeah which yeah, doesn't yeah, sound a hell of a lot until you're is. the one behind the driving right, wheel. Right, then it sucks. Absolutely, yeah. stuff in Newcastle for Christmas. Couldn't get into the hospital for the birth yep. and so forth, but yeah, we were there for a couple of days. Reasons, yep. And then back up here. I've since bought a house and moved. Just going
0: to get to that as well. Congratulations, mate! You're oh, back ready? on the homeowner's registry. Because I mean, when you're having
1: life-altering and changing events, you want to do it all at once, right? Because yeah, you've, you've got, got
0: been, to pack them. More in in the smallest amount of time as you can, right? <laughs> I live and die by that as well. Yeah. I, can, I got a couple of examples in my world where I yeah. could go through that also, mate. So, but um, congratulations on the house, by the way, buddy. mate. What about yourself, mate? How mate, your uh, what did we do? We had a quiet Christmas this year. We were just we were home. Typically, the last couple of years, uh, because I spent such a long time away from Australia, mm. uh, my my lovely wife bought Christmas into our house for two years in a row because I hadn't been around family for such a long time. Yeah. So we did Christmas at our place. And those of you who know my lovely wife, she does not do things in halves. She's they do do it well, don't they? Ott the yep. wives. She goes big and hard on yeah. it, mate. She's she's all in. Yeah, and and it's a it's an epic gala event. Yeah, but we went through two of those. Yeah. we did get we. We suffered through. No, that's not the way. We had two of those at our house, which were epic and they were fabulous. Yep. And this year, we actually went to my brother in law and uh, we hung out with them for the day, and it was lovely. Oh it was a much quieter day than yeah, what, what, what it is at our place. Yeah. yeah, it was terrific.
1: I do like how the girls bring Christmas together because they I, do. I, I have to admit, I, I'm a bit of a bar humbug. And I, I am as well, mate. Part as of well. It. I just. Don't have the energy or well, shit I think to do. Part of it is my birthday's then as well, and and I always end up driving halfway around the fucking countryside yep. at the same time. Yep. But I do like what they inject into the Christmas period. Like Michelle has this thing: start of December, her and her and Mad Dog start watching Christmas movies.
0: Same in our house. Yeah, and they
1: yeah. try to try to watch one a day, sort of thing, and it just my brings that joy the into thing. the household. Do you, do
0: you know what I've, I've enjoyed uh, um, since being home in Australia and getting married and, and, and having a family is that Christmas Eve for mm. me in my past. Up until the age of 43, yep. was a thousand beers, oh. probably in my backyard. I might throw a steak on the barbecue. Uh, I'd probably be, watch some sport on TV whilst in a jacuzzi and go to bed. Or wake up Christmas Day and you know mm. walk around wondering what I'm going to do with myself. This the, now Christmas Eve, we always cook a ham. Yeah, nice. We cook a ham and we have panini, panini sandwiches yep. uh, with ham and nice cheese and and uh, and then we sit down. We watch Elf yeah. and we watch Home Alone. Oh, I love Elf. Great favorite
1: Christmas. Actually, tell a lie. Die Hard are my favourite
0: Uh, ah tried to do Die Hard this year but uh, I'd had too many beers our stepdaughter my stepdaughter rather had it on in the theatre room she sat us down and we lasted exactly (laughs) 10 minutes and then can't stay awake and go to bed and I said we'll watch this tomorrow and we still haven't watched movies (laughs) but we we did try Die Hard we did try
1: but Elf Elf Run's a very close second very close I love that movie yeah can't get enough of it
0: so welcome back mate we had a bit of a break both of us Uh, it's been a couple of weeks between drinks, now mm. in episode two, mate. It's good to be back in the chair. A few things to talk about, mate. Oh, What's yeah. been going on recently?
1: Probably kick off with some recent events yep. uh, that we're all aware of. Let's start with Djokovic.
0: Novak's. not having a water wanker different set of rules for me and that's what shits me and that's what (laughs) shits me and people dance around this but we're not going to because we'll call a spade a spade and it's Mm. usually fucking black Mm -hmm. but this wanker comes in lies on all his passport stuff passport immigration documents etc etc turns up in Australia with a flagrant disregard for Australia and its people and thinks that because he's the number one tennis player in the world the rules don't apply to him to be clear the Victorian
1: Government authorised him entering the country first. Is that right? I believe so. I don't think it was federal. What I'm getting from from all the news stories, I'm getting that Victorian government. Yep, yeah, come on in, Buckeye. Okay.
0: And then the feds got involved and said, "Hold the phone." Yeah, Scotty's exactly. like, Dan. Yeah, what are you doing, Dan? <laughs> You making me look like a dickhead? Hang on, Scott. Hang on. So you're <laughs> making a mountain out of molehill, mate. Yeah, but that was bullshit, honestly. Yeah. And and the thing is, and then all of a sudden, the media, which I just entertains me no end, the media reach out to the people in Serbia to see what they think about it. Oh. Of course, they're going to. Of be course, on this they're going to be blowing side. up. Absolutely. And then you've got this guy saying, "Oh, this is a shame on Australia and a stain on their people." And well, fuck off.
1: So my thing is, was it an exercise in misdirection? And if it was, what were they misdirecting us from?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting point. Because,
1: I mean, I don't want to be the conspiracy theorist. No. However, Scott Morrison, love him or hate him, you don't get to that position without being an intelligent guy. Absolutely, And you particularly don't get to that position without the ability of knowing how to manipulate a situation to your advantage. Spin it. So, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I really think... I, I know... There was a conversation yeah. behind doors had to have been that went fuck we've got to take the heat off this thing <laughs> yeah. How how we going how to do we it? how do we divert this let's bit. fuck Djokovic yeah let's fuck with him for a little bit yeah yeah everyone yeah, will yeah. go up in arms <laughs> Australia loves sport yeah grab all of their attention yep. and we can just slip this under the radar yeah
0: yeah exactly right are you aware of the code Browns that have come in at the moment I did now see
1: that some... what is it I didn't so, read into it because I just thought it was a buzzword
0: overarching the code Brown is 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 shit critical basically yeah if you, if you have a hospital system that has been declared in a code brown situation yeah that means that there is a absolute shortage of staff that the the, the whatever pandemic or whatever situation that you're dealing with is, is out of control yeah they have the ability then to call in whoever is on leave vacation and this is a uh, thing they like they every come, hospital ha- knows no, no, what no, no, a code brown every, is. every hospital apparently every hospital does know okay uh, depending on the Right. In the state, it may be called something I feel
1: different. like mediocrity needs a code brown we might of need its code own. Brown as well, However, yeah. that code brown would be so fucking extreme that it would cross borders for a lot of people. <laughs> it'd it'd, it'd
0: be... cross <laughs> hemispheres, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, essentially, a code brown means that you have anybody's out, all or, or hands back at the hospital yeah, to, right. uh, to get back on. Because
1: I, I saw a mention of that in the last day or so in the papers. Yeah, yeah, but I just awkward. thought it was bloody clickbait, so it's, I didn't bother.
0: No, it, it's real and it's it, it's a, it's a shit situation. But kudos to all those hospital health workers out there that Absolutely. are out there. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for looking after Mm. us. Yeah, so Dokovic, just one last thing on that, which I thought was interesting. Actually, two last things. Number one, he's he's claimed that he had COVID in December.
1: Early December. Early
0: December, right? So therefore, he's okay to come into the country. I saw a report where he was even out shaking hands and kissing babies. Indeed, he he was. He was in Spain. Yeah. Yep, he was out doing that in Spain. Photographs everywhere of him actually out in society, mm. not isolating, no, oh, bu- no okay. face mask, That's fine. No, nothing. But he's the world's number one tennis yeah. player, so that's okay. And then interestingly enough, on the news the other morning, as I'm usually pouring and scouring through the newspapers uh, early in the morning before I start my day, uh, I came across this article which was in the uh, in Reuters online and it reported that Novak Dokovic and his wife own 80% of a research company that is called Called quanti Mm, and this company is working on a cure for the covid virus. So this guy's ignoring covid saying it's not real, but then him and his wife own 80% of a company that's trying to cure what they're saying isn't real. Mate. Makes absolutely no sense. Sounds like pure coincidence. And now this me. wanker <laughs> wants to sue the Australian government for 6 million dollars because of them kicking him out mm. and he couldn't play tennis mm. in.
1: Do you believe that he he deserves to have his travel costs and so forth reimbursed?
0: No. 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 Do you you think that he can afford those travel costs? I do. I think he can. Yeah. I, I don't um, think it's reverse it at all. The, I, the dude lied on his paperwork.
1: The devil's in the detail, though. Yeah. They're like, I wonder how much of this was Victorian government saying, we need a big draw card. We need something going on oh, it's right now. the Australian
0: now. Open. He's, he's the number one. Like, yeah, yeah. get that, and it's good I wonder Rome how
1: Rome much. In. That's where the line is for yeah. me. Where that line sits. Who did what first?
0: And that line on that for me is it. if we had have let him stay, and I say we because we're all Australians, right? Yeah. If we had have let him stay, does that then totally undermine all of the vaccination policies that we have completely
1: in I think so. A- absolutely Absolutely, yeah. in my in my mind yeah. it does. It was basically saying that it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated yeah. or not. Or... And it's similar to what happened here, like as we I think we spoke about on the last episode or whatever. You know, NRL flying plane loads of people in <laughs> when yeah, when did. the
0: rest of the states yep. on lockdown and and yep. you and I can't leave. Yeah, we can't go twenty minutes south here. To no heads, but for they coffee, can. Coffee. Yeah, but they can come across yeah. the border. That's
1: Australia, have... mate. Yeah, That's Australia. We like a fair go. We everyone gets the same opportunity. Absolutely you know? unbelievable.
0: So will he be back? And do we care? Yeah. So I read somewhere that there's potentially a three-year suspension on a visa. I don't know if I'm out Is I'll, three I'll, years I'll, enough to kill the pain I, <laughs> to, to deaden the memory? I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm not sure about that one, mate. I, do we think that he's, he's he's worthy of coming back in this time next year to play again? Mm. Depends on what the pandemic... Depends on what the global situation is like. But I do think maybe three years is a little harsh, though I'm sure that's a policy somewhere within when you have a visa revoked, then there is that yeah, suspension yeah. time. I yeah. think we'll let the...
1: I'd like to see the... him come back. Do well, I? I think he's a tremendous
0: sportsman. Oh yeah, I'm, it's I'm good. Not, I'm good for the country. That.
1: Good for the sport. Yep. Good for the fans. Yep. Good
0: for whatever. I'd like. Good for. Good for good. international relations. Do you know what would have been great for international relations and for the sport as if Novak Dokovic had have said, "Do you know what, guys? I understand Australia's position. Mm. I understand that you are a vaccination. What's happened has happened. But I will take my racket and my balls. It's a very good point. And I will jump on that first class ticket on the Emirates flight from Melbourne to Dubai. I'll see you next year, guys." Ah! Thank you. Thank you. Well done, Novak. Well done. Yeah. See you next year, buddy. Very good point. But he didn't I, do that.
1: I've been mean, barring the fact that uh, someone of authority in Australia has obviously said to him at some point of time, I can get you in. That needs to be, net, that yeah. Needs to be vetted, yeah. Other than that, I, I, I completely agree with you. Front the media and go, hey, you know, this is really shit and I don't like it and you don't like it and, and it's inconvenient yeah. and it's all yeah. of these things. Yeah. However, I knew Australia's position before I come to the country, I knew that it wouldn't be easy. I knew that I'd have to jump through hoops. I knew, but he's not done worked. any of those He did do any of that. In fact, yeah. he
0: pushed back on all of it. Yeah. And he was a dick about it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. And particularly when you raise something like, what was yeah. that company name? You, uh, uh, 80% stake?
0: Yeah. Quantibio Res. Yep.
1: Working on a COVID yep. uh, not vaccine, Cure. Cure. Cure,
0: yeah, cure, and funny that I just I just happened to find it deep in the internet the other morning at around five o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh my god, this is interesting. Now, mind you, so Novak's has got on a, on a plane and, and pissed off back to Serbia. Yep. Right. Now he's he's arrived to a hero's welcome there, and then he's immediately jumped on another plane and gone to Montenegro, where he's been filmed kissing people and, uh, really? and shaking hands and having photos. And he's just back on the Novak's oh, no. uh, train, uh, world tour train,
1: whatever. Yep. yep. I don't blame him. I, I think it was very un, unfortunate set of circumstances. I think a few people fucked up along the way, and Novak oh, included. Think
0: I think the post mortem on this one will be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but we won't get to hear about... I mean, it. It, just, it,
1: it just plays into the continuing theme, and you and I have intentionally tried to stay away from the COVID conversation, but it, it just plays into... They still don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, and another example of that is how the Queensland government rolled back the border restrictions only a week or so ago, right? Yep. So no more uh, no more bloody border pass required, yep. no more PCR tests within nope. a couple of days of crossing the yep. border, and there was a third thing. I can't remember what the third yep. thing was they rolled back. But anyway, there went no more of that. Yep. However... If I go down the pub now, yep, I still have to show my vaccine passport. Correct, but I don't have to show it to get into the state. Right.
0: So, you, what you're but doing? To you go and buy a beer, you do. Yeah, to yeah. go and buy a beer, and I do. you still have to check in with your with your uh, QR code. And I've still got to wear masks
1: yep. everywhere that I go. Yep. But you're letting people in that you you don't even know what their vaccination status is whatsoever. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're still applying pressure to small business yep. to manage these things for yeah. you. But outside that doorway,
0: it's open. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And and outside. there's no consistency in it. It well, just it's a fucking popularity contest. I'm glad you brought this up because I actually laughed out loud in my car yesterday afternoon when I was driving mm. uh down the M1. Yeah. There was a a news report on a local radio station. I won't say which one it was, but it was interviewing a small business owner, restaurant owner, yep. cafe restaurant owner in Service Paradise. Okay. And this guy's got on and said, "Oh my god, I'm going to lose my business now because all my staff have got COVID. I can't open my doors. I've got no supplies. I've got all these bills coming. We should never have opened the borders. Why did we open the borders? Right. They're the same people People. who fucking (laughs) one, two months ago were screaming, open the borders, open the borders, because because of the tourism is down. And now they're saying, well, you guys open the borders and now I'm going to lose my business now. It's like, you can't win. It's just a lose-lose. The biggest impact on
1: me recently is my butcher has only been opened about three days a week.
0: Now that is a medical emergency. I know. So that's a Absolutely. code brown. That's a code brown. <laughs> yes, it is. All butchers who are on right. leave, if they're if they're on holidays, yep. should be called back to the context. Butcher shop. Context Keep for the listeners. Context.
1: That's what a code
0: brown that looks like. That is a like. code brown for yeah. me, mate. Right there. <laughs> right there.
1: So Djokovic is at his at his turn. He's uh, he's out of the country. I saw a story last night saying switching codes to NRL. Love it. Uh, Jesse Bromwich. Did ah, you see that? No, I did not educate me. Signed with the Dolphins 2023. Ooh, really? Yeah. It's a good buy. It is a good buy, That's a not good a bad buy. utility. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You'd no. rather
1: the yeah. other Bromwich, but I would uh, be like that, yeah. But he, um, he goes all right. Yeah, he goes all right as what well. the other couple I saw in the last couple of days? There's a couple of signings. Bromwich was one of them. You got your new starters getting around this year. So you got Matt Burton who will be starting with the Bulldogs yeah, this dogs, year. Filthy dogs, yep. That's a shame, Matt. Um... Hope your mum still loves you. She may not
0: after this. <laughs> she may not, mate. She
1: may not. Foxy, Foxy's at uh, at the Bulldogs this year as
0: well. Yeah, and I, do you know what? I reckon that's their best buy so far. Yeah. I I am a fan of the fox. Yeah. I think the fox brings a bit of personality to the game, especially on the edges, yeah. and he's a really good footballer too. Don't get me he's wrong. Just he's just a, a happy really kid, mate. That's what he's he's I love about. Kid. He's always happy, and he can run a ball. Yeah. I think he. I think he was the best buy on The market Absolutely. this season, and especially yeah.
1: with someone like the dogs, yep. as much as
0: I hate it, yeah, as much as I hate to admit, you need a strong spine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, how about Blake Ferguson? Oh, <laughs> old, nose, old nose
1: candy. <laughs> oh. Now, this come back to fresh of mind because I yep. read another article last yep. night, I didn't realize this. So, yeah, what was it now? Uh, three weeks ago, yep. probably, he got done for a small amount of cocaine in yep. the pocket
0: in, uh, in my old stomping grounds, yep. Rapongi, yeah, yep.
1: in the uh, in, in a restaurant, and uh, someone said something he didn't like, so he, yeah, he had a swing at it, yeah, belt, which is
0: very, very. Very anti-Japanese culture does to punch on. I, the I'd place. imagine so. Absolutely. Very conservative culture. Yep.
1: Now, when I read this article last night, and I actually went back and read it a second time to see if I'd missed something, he's been in jail ever since that incident.
0: He has. So we're yeah. talking
1: about three weeks now. Yeah, so it yeah. hasn't been able to get out on bail. Something that I would assume you're afforded in in Australia, a country like Australia, yep. unless you're carrying like a kilo or something for that. <laughs> now, from what I understand,
0: yeah, zero tolerance. All
1: he had was yeah, like still in jail. yeah, small little baggy. Yeah, um, still in jail. No mention. Of of When he's going to get out of jail, yep. Like, that's why I reread the article. I'm like, did yeah. I miss something? Is there a court date or something? There was no mention of a court date and no mention of <laughs> when he's getting out, yep. Because yep. he's uh, <laughs> what it what the article did mention was he's still hopeful that he might pick up an NRL
0: contract. Oh, that's out the window now. His, his <laughs> career's done, Mike. his career's done, Blake. We like you, mate. You're a good lad. Like, You're yeah, a, yeah, oh. yeah. I, honestly, I think that a lot of people overlook the underlying um feat of magnificence here. Mm. Have you seen the shape of his snorkel? Oh. <laughs> How did he actually get that gear in the sinuses? Yeah. And, 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 and into those maxillary sinuses through yeah. that S bend. Yeah, and that—that's incredible. That's he must a... have one of those flexi straws. Yeah. Uh, you from...
1: look up. You look up his left nostril, <laughs> and you'll see a sign that says "slippery when wet." That's <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> it's that, fucking, exactly it's right, that mate. bendy, mate. That's
0: exactly right. But yeah, very antisocial behaviour. And, and Blakey will be eating uh, cold rice and, and nori seaweed. You know what? That,
1: you know what that nose says to me though. That mm-hmm. says to me. Commitment.
0: That's commitment. That says, I'm not fucking fixing this thing just yet. This
1: is going to get worse before it gets better. (laughs) (laughs) It's commitment. I do admire that. That's
0: exactly right. I do admire that. Blake, we're a massive fan of you as a sportsman, mate, but I'm not sure about your behavior in Tokyo.
1: Welcome on the podcast when you get out of jail. Texas. Yeah. Sports, while we're on sports, UFC 270.
0: Yeah, uh, this is your domain, mate. Yeah. Talk me through what I you think this here. Stuff. I love I need to develop my UFC reputation. Yep,
1: 270. So 270 yep. is on tomorrow, yep. uh, Sunday. We've got uh, the heavyweight clash, right? So we have uh, two of the ultimate heavyweights that I've ever seen. I'm a massive fan of combat sports. Yep. Dating it started with boxing, you yep. know, when I was a teenager, absolutely fascinated with punching people in the face. Yep, Not okay. me personally, but just a big fan of pugilism. Oh, love it. These guys are fucking machines yep, like they I've are. never seen before. So you've got Francis Ngannou. I think Francis is coming off sixteen and zero. Impressive. He's winning. Yeah. He's a big lad. He's got massive shoulders, and when he starts throwing those shoulders and moving those hips, you're gonna get knocked out. Yeah. Like he's got massive fists. You can see you can see the power just when he's fucking moving these things around. Then you've got Cyril Garn. On the other hand, both of these guys used to train together. Yep. Um, Nationalities. Cyril's French. I think Ngannou Ngannou speaks French, but I'm not sure if he's Nigerian or something. I'm not quite sure. Sorry if I caused the heavyweight champion of the world any offence by speculating on his... Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah don't hit me, yeah. please. <laughs> but Cyril has a kickboxing background. Yep. He's been world champion kickboxer for something like 10 years. Yep. His record right now within the UFC is something like 10 and 0. Yeah. Cyril has a fight IQ for a big man. Remembering yep. we don't, we're don't, we not as agile. He has a fight IQ for a big man like I've never seen before. Yep. It's like he, he, he spends the first round watching you yep. and the second round pulling <laughs> So apart. to define
0: a fight IQ is that he 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 develops a strategy as the fights going He can, up, he on can see speed.
1: the he can yeah. see the moves coming. He yep. can read the punches. He can yep. read the body action. He can see where he needs to yep. be, where you're gonna be after you finish swinging your punch, mm. and that's mm. where he's landing each yep. time. Like he's just, he, he, you can see him doing it in the ring. You can yep. see him pick this guy apart and move. For a heavyweight, moves like a lightweight, mate, like nothing I've ever seen for. Dangerous. Light on the feet, in and out of the pocket, no fear about getting hit, landing punches while he's in there, kicks, knees to the head, the whole lot. Whereabouts is this fight being held?
0: Is it in Vegas? Uh, Vegas, yeah. It's in Vegas, yeah. yeah.
1: So my money, I haven't actually checked the numbers. I think it'd have to be favouring Ngannou at this point, just because he's such a big machine. But I'm going to put it on Cyril for a knockout. You're going to go for the upset, are you? Yeah, I'm going to go the upset. I'm going to say that Cyril's going to spend a bit the time reading him and yep. picking him apart in the first yep. round and then he's going to get in on the and inside he'll he'll get on the inside land a few uppercuts land a few hooks and i think i'm going to make a big call and say francis goes down and round two round two round two
0: really of five yeah round two or five yeah he's out okay what time does this spectacular event happen tomorrow usually
1: uh coverage starts at about 10 o'clock You've morning. got, yep. yeah, you've got about probably five or six pre-fights sort yeah, of thing. So yeah, about three. So yeah, yeah, yep. so typically, so yeah, So, yeah, two so in three. Vegas,
0: that would be 10 o'clock in the morning is around... Saturday night. F- Saturday night at around yeah. uh, five yeah. in the afternoon. Always about good seven chance. hours
1: difference. You'll yeah. have to come watch one. I know you're not a big fan of uh, body combat.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of contact sport. I find that the UFC is going to have a lot of questions to answer in the next 25 years out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With the, um, you know, traumatic... um, Brain injuries. Yep, yep. So I I always found that very hard, and I I have a medical background. Tiny gloves as well. Yeah, tiny gloves. You feel that. I've actually
1: done a bit of boxing with normal-sized gloves. Uh, I don't know if you do. And you can feel those hits. Yeah, yeah, You can feel those quite solid. Just the knuckle gloves. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got a story to tell you, right? So... As we mentioned at the top of the episode, we recently moved house. God-awful experience just because it's moving house. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, exactly. Lots of shit going on. Did it over the space of, I think, two days. And then, you know, the next three or four days... Unpacking boxes yep. and finding where shit's gonna go. Yep. So my dog Frank Costanza. Frank Costanza is 11 months old now, I think, mm. thereabout. Absolute weapon, dead set dickhead. He's a unit. Yeah, yep. <laughs> he's unique. When we were moving in, I noticed there was this like orange strap around the the gate. This, uh, like almost like a dog's collar okay. strap sort of thing. Uh, oh whatever. Okay. Anyway, put him in the backyard. I'm going to and from houses, moving boxes. Come back, uh, have a have a blow for a minute, and I think oh, I'll go out and throw the ball for Frank for five minutes. Yep. Walk out there and he's not there. No, Frank. And if anyone's bought a purebred dog yep. in the last few years, mm. you know how much they've only got. Yeah. There's a main road 200 metres up the street from us yep. sort of yep. thing. Damn it. So Michelle's out there, I'm out there and yep. she's gone one way down the street, I've gone the other. I've not got 20 metres from yep. our place, right? And uh there's a bloke standing across the road in front of his place. Now I'll tell you, his house was what caught my eye yep. in this street yep. where, even before we bought the joint. A... Because he has a caravan on his front lawn. Oh, wow, really? On the really? nature strip. Yeah, that's always Which I can't be sure just yet. I'll come back to you on this, but I do believe someone is living
0: in that caravan. In the caravan yeah. on the nature strip.
1: Then inside his fence, inside uh, his front yard is also what I'd assume to be about a 10-man tent. Oh, wow. Fully set up, pegged down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like the Ashton uh, Circus. Yeah, there. hunkered down for the really? for <laughs> serious weather. This thing has ropes coming off it all over the place. So <laughs> in just the as, front yard. Yeah, so just as you drive up and down the street, these are the first two things that catch your eye, right? I'm walking down the street looking for Frank. I've yelled out to him and said, G'day, mate, how you going? I'm uh, looking for a black and white dog. Have you seen him? And he went, oh, yeah, he's over here. He's in he's in my yard. He just wandered over. Oh, oh that, great. That that Thanks, mate. So walk over. G'day, mate. My name's Benny. How you going? And we won't use his real name. Yep. Let's call him Bruiser. 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 G'day, mate. My name's Bruiser. How you doing, Bruiser? (laughs) Yeah, good, mate. First things out of Bruiser's mouth, no exchanging pleasantries, no, you know, it's a nice day. Do you think we're going to get some rain? No, nothing. Yep. Just letting you know, me and the missus fight a bit. You said first thing out of, his fucking, out of his mouth.
0: You know, his name's let's just call him Bruiser. <laughs> and then he just go, I'm blue and misses a lot.
1: and I was sort of stood Welcome there to the
0: gold coast. And going, Yeah,
1: yeah, no, we all do that a bit every now and then, <laughs> don't we? You know, and he's like, No, I'm just I'm just letting you know because you know, it gets a bit loud sometimes. So I'm thinking to myself, If it fucking gets a little in your interpretation, it gets a little bit loud, and you're worried I'm gonna hear I'm gonna hear you in my fucking lounge room, now, aren't I? How far away is this. Residence as the, your front As the door. crow flies, yep. probably 30, 40 metres. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. We got a taste for it. Yeah. Yep. The first night.
0: Oh, did, you've actually yeah, yeah, actually yeah. experienced some of it. But Bruiser's
1: gone on. Uh, yeah, me and me misses, me and me misses fight uh, fight a little bit, just letting you know. Uh, how old is Bruiser? Bruiser would be late 50s, yep, gotcha. early 60s. Yep. Do you reckon Bruiser knows his way around a, a 4X gold card? I reckon. I'll tell you what he doesn't know his way around. Yep. The toothbrush. He was missing a few. I'm telling dead you, dead set, really. <laughs> not that the not yep. that the teeth make the man.
0: Yep. Okay. Yep. He uh-huh. doesn't. He... <laughs> So it I mean, really is a toothbrush.
1: That he <laughs> He's like, she's got a bit of a bit of a disability. I don't, I don't know what that is. He didn't go in. It got, God help her if it's something serious. She's got a bit of a disability, so she's a little bit housebound. I like to get out and socialise a little bit. Oh, and uh, yep. she just thinks that I take I'm,
0: that tooth out of the f- town.
1: I like to get out a little bit, and she just thinks that I'm fucking everyone. We don't <laughs> she, want to judge people on appearances. She thinks
0: I'm a hot <laughs> piece of <laughs> ass on the Gold Coast. The, <laughs> his mobile mobile phone number yeah. is that hottest number on the on yeah. the Duny Doors at the at the Coolangatta Tavern. Mm-hmm. Is it? Very good time
1: for a good time Cole. and oh the next thing is oh and me, don't even get me started on my stepson lazy fuckwit absolutely la- I'm thinking mate I've known oh, you have been for, here for 30 seconds yeah I'm just here for my dog. Have you, do you seen my dog, the, the by the dog. Way. Mind you, Bruce... Have is, you eyeballed your dog yet? This is how much of a fuckwit Frank is. Yeah. Bruce has given him a bone. Frank's over there fucking chewing on the bone, letting this idiot chew my ear quite happily. <laughs> While he's uh, on yeah. the bone. I'll be over here eating the yeah. fucking bone when you're done with the deadhead. He's your we problem, might, Dad. Yeah, we might yeah. come home. What do you reckon? Is so, that,
0: Frank's fine. Yeah, perfectly fine. Absolutely fine. Time, Time limit from when you acknowledge Frank is absent... AWOL, <laughs> and by the time you actually finished getting to know Bruiser and his wife I've, and I've, Frank's on a bone, how long? I wrapped it up pretty quick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's probably about three minutes. I've got a thing, Bruiser. I'm just right in the middle of something, yeah. mate. You've caught me at a bad will come t- back to you. Yeah. But we'll continue this. Yeah. Just remember where you're up to, the yeah. deadhead shit son. The, yeah. yeah, the, the stepson. We'll continue son. that later. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that was the introduction to your first person you met in yeah, the street.
1: Yeah. The street is, how do I say this, the, the street has its good pockets and its yep. bad pockets.
0: Bruce is a lovely bloke. Yeah. Lovely bloke. I'll will have be a great. beer with him one day. Bruce will be you know? great. Yeah. He's okay. Now, have you met your immediate neighbours yet? It's always good to no. meet neighbours when you move in. It's a, I've,
1: I've always found this a bit of a thing, actually. Your neighbours either want to or they don't. And most often when they see me, often they don't.
0: I find that hard to believe man, because it only takes ten seconds of talking to you and yeah. you realize that you're a, you're a beautiful man. Thank you very much. But I, I've um I've found that it's People are judging good to know me on my appearance unfairly, <laughs> I might add. Unfairly, yes, mm. absolutely. Quite man. an attractive man. Absolutely. Well, that's well, I haven't even gone down that road yet, but you yeah. are correct. I've always thought that you, you your best allies where you live are your neighbours. Absolutely. Because they will look yep. after you if you look after yep. them. And um I got to the point where if there was someone parked outside my house, mm. my neighbors would ring my cell phone at work. Hell say, yeah. Do you know a guy's driving that's out me a 2003 model charger, yep. like, no, no idea who it yep. is. We'll call the cops for you, don't worry. No,
1: I'll go out there and confront him. Well,
0: well they do that as well, yeah. actually, yeah. they go out there and talk to him, yeah,
1: Because I'm it. the same, and I did it at the place that we were just at. Yep. I will treat your property like I Absolutely. own it. Absolutely, yeah. If yeah. we're
0: yeah. mates and what if it happens run. to you next door, yeah, exactly it could happen right. to me as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which
1: I think is probably a, a, a perfect segue to launch into that story about uh, when you and I were living together in Mudgerabar. Hilarious. And uh, old mate across the road that didn't like waving. Faculty
0: court. Loved, so, loved right. it. Is this the story about the day that there was a flood on and we were sitting in the garage yes. drinking beers because there's nothing else to do? We yeah. literally flooded in and old mate bought his bins down? That's
1: the one. We Ports and I, we mentioned in the last episode, I met Ports through my cousin. Those guys had gone to school together, good mates. I had an unfortunate uh, breakdown uh, in relationship with my ex-partner. Long story short, I moved away from where I was up to the Gold Coast, basically 800km away to get a little bit of sanity, to get a little bit of separation. Bit of fresh air. In that situation, I was living in a backpacker For about nine or ten months, which is another story in itself. Lots of stories there. Uh, Oh, wow. But Port's found this out and it's like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, just come live with me for a while. You'll be (laughs) fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we did. As you say, we had a habit of sitting in the garage drinking tinnies. Yep. Because that's what Australian men do, Red isn't it? Red blooded carnivorous males do. You know? That's what I was exposed yeah. to. That was my experience. Mm. Almost every afternoon. Almost. Couple of cans out there. Yeah. Couple of cans. A little bit of a chat after anyway, work. Yeah. Across the cul de sac lives a young bloke whose parents probably didn't um, didn't didn't do as good a job as they could have in in educating him around mm-hmm. talking to your neighbours and communicating mm-hmm. yeah, and and yeah. being nice mm-hmm. to people yeah. and saying hello when yep. someone says hello to you. It's polite to say hello. Back. He was a little. He was. A a little socially awkward, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, a little bit. And for those of you that know me, know that I'm an antagonist <laughs> in that situation.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh. so so true. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny. Oh, so <laughs> continue. This
1: one afternoon, there was a, we'd had a whole. I forgot about the rain. We'd had a whole shit load of rain, and it was flooding about the place. <sighs>
0: well, it was flooding. Precisely, because none no, it no, couldn't go to work. Yes, couldn't go to work. Oh, uh, actually. I stand corrected there. You couldn't go to work. You were working construction at the time. Mm-hmm. I was working at a medical facility on the Gold Coast. I went to work. Work was flooded. That's right. The car park had flooded. Uh, I turned around and went straight to the bottle shop and bought a box of beer and went straight right. home again. <laughs> Into where I found you in the garage drinking the last of the beers <laughs> out of the fridge anyway. so Thank God I like, got that
1: yeah, box of beer and bought it home. Bought, yeah. Thank God, yeah. That's how that happened. So, old mate from across the road, like, this has been going on for a, a couple of weeks or so. Ports and I are sitting there in the garage having a couple the beers and as he drives up uh, he's finished work he's coming home for the afternoon we
0: big wave Dave
1: yep big wave Dave how How are you buddy buddy? (laughs) and every time he would look he would look. I remember he yeah, would look. He knew. he knew we were there. He knew that we were fucking
0: waving yeah. to him. And it's a chose. fucking cul-de-sac. Yeah. There was nowhere to go. Exactly. He knew we were there.
1: But he wouldn't respond.
0: No wave, no Blatially acknowledgement, no it. nothing at all. And it was the big wave, Dave. Mm, you yeah. can't go past the big yeah, wave, Hey, hey.
1: This one particular afternoon. He's come home. He's parked his car in the driveway. After we've waved to him and he's ignored us, and up he's gone, and he's grabbing the bins to bring down his bin night. <laughs> <laughs> so as he's walking down the driveway, I thought, fuck you, Jack. You're going to talk to us. Whether you like Today's it. Today's day. Yeah. So I've just given him a little bit of, oh get mate. I see you taking the bins out, are you? To which this look of fucking absolute disgust has come across his face. He's like, what, what, what do you reckon I'm fucking doing, idiot? I'm walking down the fucking driveway with two fucking bins, busy, you reckon? Right. Yeah. He looks up and he just goes, Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone back with a little bit of, oh, it must be bin night, is it? <laughs> to which he looks up
0: again. Oh, oh mate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I might take mine out. What do you reckon?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it goes on. And on and on. That dude, he absolutely fucking hated us. But what did he do from that day forward? He started to at least acknowledge the big wave, Dave.
1: G'day, boys. Yeah. G'day just and, and just and I
0: feel like we actually got somewhere that I feel, day. I, I still like. think he's a dickhead. Mm-hmm. That didn't change, Mm-mm. but at least we broke him down. Yeah, absolutely. We broke him down. I, I'm moulding him for the future. Yep, yep, mm. absolutely. He'll be a better person absolutely. when we're done. Yeah. Speaking of neighbours, um, where you you uh, you know where I live? I, I live on acreage uh, northern of the Gold Coast. Uh, so I have a couple of they're quite big blocks. Yep. I don't have neighbours that are right on top of us, but they're within a reasonable distance away. You can see them. Can, you can absolutely see them, yep. uh, but you can't hear them, mm. uh, and they don't encroach on what you do. I have a cardiologist who lives on one side. I have a guy who owns a, a construction company who lives above me, and I live on a corner block. So the interesting part now that is that the only contact I have with my neighbours is through my dog, Daisy. Right. Because Daisy gets out she's and way about. In. Yep, she gets out and about, right? And they love her because she's a nice dog. Yeah. But she gets out, and when she's out, everybody knows Daisy's out <laughs> because it's, there's only one way into our state and one way out. There's no through traffic. Yeah, it's yeah. just all the people who live there. Yeah. If my front gate's open and Disco's out. She's going for at a least. Run. She's not going far. She don't go far. Yeah. No. yeah. But I find her in my neighbor's yards. She gets locked in there. She somehow finds <laughs> a way into the yard, but can't find a way out. So then I'll go. Jesus, I haven't seen my dog for a while. Where is she? Walk outside, yell out, and all of a sudden you'll see this little head pop up in a paddock somewhere <laughs> yeah, right? down the road. She might be over the road with the Clydesdales. Loves the Clydesdales. Really? Yeah. We have three, four Clydesdales <laughs> that live across the road. We've got a couple of horses down the road. If there's a horse, she's mm. on that horse. I'm not chasing her around. Not chasing. Her, just no, hanging no, her out. Just wants to hang out. Right-o. Every now and again, doesn't mind rolling in the poop because she thinks it smells like Chanel 5. Oh. Yeah, but that's okay. Like has to watch curly it. fur too. Yeah, like yeah. It's a bit of a pain in the ass. yeah. yeah. But anyway, she is the neighbourhood glue. She brings everybody together.
1: I like yeah, that. Frank Costanza is a little bit that yep. way here, I think I've told you. Every time a delivery guy turns up here, Frank wants to fuck him. <laughs> Well, that's always nice. Just a little bit of... Maybe... Should They should feel comfortable. <laughs> that's a legitimate story, by the way. By, Every by, time. by the way, are you going to get cha- charged with a sexual assault? <laughs> we had his nuts removed, so I'm hoping that it, it dissipates from here. But there would be, for the listeners, where we're recording is uh, in a, a like an industrial-style shed sort of thing, and there's uh, probably 10, 12 units here. So you can imagine the amount of deliveries we get each day. Like there would be yep. minimum 15 delivery guys here each day and Frank's fucking every one of them.
0: (laughs) Frank's out there saying day to every single one of them. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. This won't take long. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Frankie boy. Anyhow. Good stuff. I want to circle back around on a topic that you promised me there a while ago. Yeah. Uh, when you were uh, on – you just got back from vacation. You just got back into Palm Beach and uh, you you were exhausted. You weren't feeling great. Mm. I pinged you and I said, hey, buddy, what's going on? Merry Christmas, happy birthday, happy new year, all that good stuff. And I said, what are you doing today? And you said, I'm on my way down for a massage. Mm. I'll come back to you after the massage. you did come back to me, you said, let me tell you about the massage. It's a topic for mediocrity. <laughs> like nothing I've proceed. ever had before. Talk me through it, mate. I, I, I'm I'm a big massage guy,
1: but I don't often But you're not a time. real
0: touchy-feely guy. No. I, which is a bit of an oxymoron for it me. It is. Because massage is a bit... I
1: like it because it brings me relief.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I'm just talking about the massage. I'm not talking about the ending. Okay. I'm about the massage brings me there, relief. You went there first. Yeah. Cool. And what I'm sick of doing is going to these, and for lack of a better term, I don't want to offend the ties, but these Thai massage places. Yeah. Okay. Because I often feel there's not much technique to it. Yeah, All they're doing is rubbing and tugging and, well, (laughs) rubbing and... Your words, not mine. (laughs) There's no method to the madness. Like, often it feels they're just all over the place and they're just doing what they think probably feels good. So this time I wanted to go to someone that, you know, actually has some education or or, or experience. So I went to a massage place. So I've turned up. Name suggested that it was a professional outfit and... Yep. straight down the line yep. sure enough to the lady who's probably had a guess i don't want to offend but probably 60 65 ish okay. sort of thing lovely lady so we go into the into the massage room take my clothes off get on the table and one of the first things she says to me is and i can't remember the word that she used i am something voyant like clairvoyant but okay. not but not but it cla- wasn't clairvoyant. not clairvoyant it was something else okay i was like Okay, by this time I'm
0: face down on the massage table
1: with the face through the
0: hole. Yeah, so you're not in a position to actually ask for an explanation. Well, I did. Or clarification. You did. Because I was
1: like... Hang Hang on, what does that mean? What does that mean? What is that word you just used? What does that mean? And she said, "Um, as I'm massaging you, your energy travels through me and what you'll find is I, I can draw the toxins out of your body. That sounds great. And the form that that escapes my body is you'll hear me start to
0: burp. Oh, this is interesting. And I was like... Oh okay. Did, did, does uh, it, does does the hot air only rise, or does it go down as well? <laughs> uh, Why?
1: Well, considering the noise that was coming out, I, I can't be certain which which hole it was coming so, from.
0: So, and what <laughs> you still got your face in the hole. Did you lift your head up?
1: I just, did go? at that point when she said you'll hear me start to burp. I lifted my head up and tilted over one shoulder and was like. Uh, so by burping, you mean like. Uh, physical sort of yep. and she's like yep yeah yep. yeah." she said don't be alarmed it happens all the time she said you know I'll, I'll remarkable just, yeah. yeah mate she got started yep and you would have sworn there was a fucking pipe in the back end supplying the air yeah, yeah is that right mate she it's... was belching like a fucking Belgian at a festival you had a lot of in there really, really. And you could hear it was coming, it was coming from deep down in the diaphragm. So she's she's on the shoulders, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. The thumbs of the shoulders, and then that's just being 20, absorbed, 30 minutes, mate. Absorbed upper hands, forearm. Um, 20, 30 minutes. And she's belched her way through this massage. To the point where five minutes in, I went, hang on a second. Yeah. Marge. She a, she Marge, a, hang on.
1: She took her hands off and I once again pulled my face out of the hole, leaned over my shoulder and said, If you blow chunks on me... This is not gonna fucking end well. Is this normal? That's what I said. To is this not this amount of <laughs> belching? What you're I've doing right now? I've never heard of this is before. It, neither have I. I've never. I've seen some weird shit. I, I actually went there because after all that driving, yep. I had this. Uh, I had this. I. I put it down to environmental because when I sleep, I put my arm up under the pillow yep. sort of thing, and yep. I feel like I trap, a nerve in the back of my you shoulder can blade, move,
0: for sure. So this went on for thirty minutes. Yeah, thirty, 30 minutes. minutes. I'm not even kidding you. Hour massage, at least. Half the time, it was... Do you reckon that she had, like, a big bottle of Coke or Fanta off to the side there? That she was just like... she just rub it and just take a big gulp back. part
1: of the experience. Yeah, and
0: just make that it part of the experience. Makes, it makes it
1: authentic, I would maybe, like to think When well, I stand over the I've... top of people and belch... Yeah, that means I've got, <laughs> I'm
0: getting your toxins out.
1: I'd go back, okay. to be honest... I would go back. I'm still fucking weirded out about the whole fucking thing. Oh, my
0: um, God. I've it was really strange. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I shook her hand when yeah, she was sh-
0: done. Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll tell you a story that actually makes me laugh about my lovely wife. We were at uh, a resort here on the Gold Coast a few weeks back, and uh, we hadn't had a break for a long time, and we just decided to get away for a couple of nights. So as part of the resort, they have a spa in it. So I rang her up and said, look, I, when I... Couples massage downstairs, mm. uh, X, Y, Z. We turn up for the, the, the massage, and because of COVID, we can't go together, so they've got to separate over two, which is right. fine. So, yep. fine. So um, my vastly better half went first. Yep. And I went back to the room and watched TV for a while, and then, uh, anyway, I had to go back down an hour later. As I went to check in at the desk of the spa, my vastly better half is coming out, and she sort of smiled at me and gave me a kiss went past, and I gave her my watch and my wallet, and she took it back out of the room, and she just wasn't looking so... <sighs> Great. After it, right. So anyway, you know, I, I just sort of clocked it when I came. We'll talk about this later for sure. But so I go in, and uh, I have this little Thai lady, and she. They're she... strong. She gets me up on this table and she said, You gotta fill out like the, the, the form, right? Now, yep. when you fill the form, you go, How strong do you want this? Do you want it light, medium, or deep muscle?
1: Yeah, I think that needs so, to be a score out of between one and 10. We probably needs a little bit more, mm. few more categories, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: I've gone for the deep muscle because okay. that's just I always the way choose that yeah, I choose And the then deep regret muscle. it. Yeah. Well, here's what comes, <laughs> right? We go in and I get up on the table and the lady hits the chimes and the incense comes and the music nice. comes on and blah, you know, all that sensory overload stuff happens. She starts. Massaging, right? And after uh, after about thirty seconds, she's sort of getting into it. It's getting harder and harder. And she says to me, "Oh, Chris, I'm just upping the scale to the deep ma- deep muscle massage. Let me know if it gets too hard. I can always come off that pressure." And I said, "Fabulous. Thank you very much." Within about Thanks another minute, in. I actually shamefully put my head up and let up and looked over my shoulder and said. Excuse me, Kwan. I think her name was. Yeah, a little bit too hard. Back it off a notch. Might back that off a notch, <laughs> right? And I'm sitting there going, "Holy and fuck!" She's like, "I'm gonna have <clears> this throat> guy, throat> This guy's an absolute <laughs> soft <couple>. guy." <laughs> but I was thinking, like, I've got to have bruises up the side of my yeah. shoulders by now. So anyway, we're, the rest of the massage goes on. She does back it off. It was, it was good. So bugger lugs here gets changed. Goes back upstairs. Walk in. Here's my better half on the bed, like starfished, looking at the ceiling, can't move. I'm like, Are you okay? She goes, Oh my God, that was the worst massage I've ever had. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> she goes, I put in there that I just wanted a medium massage. Like, it was so painful, I was crying into the tabletop. Oh, wow. It was that bad. I've, like,
1: been cro- I've been close did,
0: myself. Why didn't a you ask times. her to stop? She goes, I felt so bad. I didn't want to upset her. I just thought so I'd just <laughs> deal with it. Like, so you didn't enjoy any of that. You enjoyed none of that. You sat there in sufferance yeah, while she beat the yeah. shit out of And
1: me. you know that your masseuse is probably sitting in a her Skyrise apartment yeah. in, in Labrador right yeah. now going, oh. Did oh, I, I, gave didn't it I get her today? <laughs> a story that comes to mind as you're telling that actually. I'll tell you about when I got
0: my wisdom teeth removed. I in love a good Thailand. wisdom tooth, especially a compact wisdom tooth. And oh. as a medical tourist, this is going to be good. Did you get your boobs done at the same time? Because I love a good odd job. Yeah, I've got
1: story. them fucking increased. <laughs> That's what happened. I got sick of people worrying about that my boobs were uh, the result of a lack of self-control. So I figured <laughs> I'd go to Thailand Just and have them increased yeah. and fucking. Yeah, uh, really no, look, you can feel the implant. Yeah. It's right there. This is. This is sailor. (laughs) Continue, mate. You had a bit of dental work done. Shit, scared of the dentist, as most Mm. of us are. Dentistry is quite expensive in Australia. Sure, sure, sure. Not everyone is in a position where they can afford that. Yeah. Although they need the work done because they're in pain, or or then you've got people like me who are just a tight arse. Yeah. Why would I do that here when I could do it over there for half Mm. the price? No, this is the best plan. Anywho, go over to Thailand. It looks good on paper. Yeah, had it already booked in, so I I was having two wisdom teeth removed, both from the in the the chair. Yeah, when, had it booked in with a dentist. This lady was savage. Like, I, I, every time I sit in the dentist's chair, this is the first conversation I have with them. When I walked in this door, mm-hmm. as far as I was concerned, mm-hmm. you and I were friends. Mm-hmm. Ports, when I walk out of this door, you want to be friends with me, don't you? Yes, I want Because I want to be, yes, be friends I do. with you. I yes, think I do. you're a nice guy, yeah. right? Yep. So in order for, to facilitate that, what I need you to do is take your five. Go really slow. Yep. If you think Get it, it needs done properly. If you think it needs five needles, I want you to Six. give it ten. <laughs> no one is in a rush here. Dosey if I, dose. if yep. I have to pay you for an extra hour of your time because you're taking so long, Let's do it. I'll fucking happily do that. Yep.
0: But don't hurt me. Yep. Don't so, hurt me because you're fragile. I've had that conversation. Better living through pharmaceuticals, Exactly.
1: Yep. I've had that conversation with the first dentist. She was just ripped hair bust, mate. Yep. She was going to the point where she pulled the first one out. And yep. I went, that's fucking it. You're not doing the second one. Yep. I got out of the fucking chair. We wrapped so up. So you're
0: in Bangkok right now. Yeah, yeah. One tooth's gone.
1: Yeah, uh, not Bangkok, bloody Patong. Yeah, not Patong. okay. Yeah. So one tooth she gone. Stitched, she stitched you back up. Yep, yep. wrapped it up. Fuck you. You're done, Jack. Yep. I'm out. Yep. Part of the problem was I didn't have them removed years and years and years ago. Yeah, I kept yeah. so they com- compact Yeah, it. so the yeah. roots keep growing and they compact and they, and they push yeah. on other teeth. Yeah. Anyway, second dentist. I know what's coming because the yeah. first one fucking really hurt, yep. you know. So I've gone down to the chemist to see if I could physically intimidate him yep. into giving me medication that he shouldn't give me. Yep. Which right. I was successful in doing. Nice. So. So, <laughs> so he's giving me a full packet similar to Endone. Okay, um, yeah, so it's a class A Yeah, 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 the top shelf yep. shit. Yep. Going back to the motel no- room. Oxycodone. Yeah, dentist appointment was in about an hour or so. What I've done is I've banged down four of these, ba- tre- Tremadol. Tre- tremidol. tremidol. yeah, yeah. right, yeah. Right I've banged here. down yep. four tramadol. Yep. Then one hit, and then I've gone, I might top that off with a couple of ibuprofen. so I've done four of those as well. Beautiful, yeah. As I'm preparing this, get a glass out, go to the fridge, we've got all these bottles of water in there, that one's half empty, pour that in, grab the tablets, Bang, tablets in the gob, bang, slam the half glass of water. It's vodka.
0: Ooh, this is going to be good. My darling wife yeah.
1: had been taking vodka down to the pool yep, and the water to, bottle. Yeah, didn't want to take it in didn't the bottle tell and get you busted. That that
0: was that. So now you've got the trim, four tremidol on board. Yep. Four ibuprofen. four ibuprofen on board and a shot of vodka.
1: And a half glass of vodka. Half glass and I'm of not glass. talking about a small glass. Is it a yep. big tumbler? And you just open it up and yeah, just Yeah, boom, it in. gone. Yep. I went, yep. oh, that tasted like shit. Yeah. Actually, it tasted like vodka. What is that? That's vodka. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, well, you're nerves, pretty well loaded now. Nerves are burning. Yep. Oh, maybe not enough. Yeah. 10 minutes before the bloody appointment, I'm like, I'm not feeling high. I'm not feeling anything. Yep. I might just have a few more of these tremendous old dusting.
0: Ooh.
1: Four more. Bang. So there's
0: eight on board now. Eight on board, four ibuprofen. Yeah, eight, four, and a half vodka. glass.
1: Had the last wisdom tooth out. Also excruciating pain. Really? Still
0: didn't... See, in this day and age, modern medicine, man, you shouldn't I feel know. shit. I want to go to sleep. Why yeah. can't
1: you put me to sleep? Yeah. That was my dentist story. These things seem to keep happening to me. Change of tone, change of pace. We want to talk about something that affects a lot of people around the world. It seems like it's had a bit of a light shine on it
0: in recent times. With what we're what we're living through at the moment. Ports, I'll let you take this yeah, I want to touch on the uh, the recent advancements that have been made in Australia on the topic of whether IVF, so in vitro fertilisation, should be subsidised by the Australian government. It's driven a couple of conversations in my circle of life that, um, that uh, a few people have sort of thrown in their thoughts around it. And essentially, to date... IVF in Australia has been a privately funded expedition. Mm. So that endeavour to go... Costly. on, uh, Very costly. There's mm. tens of thousands of dollars go into it, yeah. depending on the success rate. And many people out there that are struggling to have children, it is a lifelong investment into... Mm creating their own families. I mean, I have personal friends that I know for a fact that have spent over $300,000 mm. on their two tra- tremendous children they have today. Oh, wow. it, but $300,000 they've put into that. Yeah, that's a house. It's, that's it's, a, a, it's a house. Life-changing amount yeah, of money. Yeah, it is. And yeah. It's, it's a lot of money. It's big business as well, don't get me wrong. Uh, it is a business. Mm. That's another conversation. Recently in the media, there has been some inklings of whether the government should subsidise for the IVF of mm. couples that, that are trying to, uh, uh, not even couples, just mm-hmm. individuals, if, if that's the way it should be as well. So I just wanted to bounce a couple of uh, thoughts off you, mate, and, and mm-hmm. how you feel about this because I get frustrated yep. when I see the lower socioeconomic people in Australia whom are single parents but they continue to procreate. They have child after child after child with, mm-hmm. insert the number of fathers or mothers, whatever it is that you want to talk about, that they are being funded by the government. So they need more money they have another child. Mm-hmm. And they just go, they live on welfare and all that breeds is generations that just go back on welfare yep. back, and we fund that out of our taxes and God knows you and I pay a lot of tax and we're funding that. So you've got that extreme of the spectrum where they're just... I think
1: it's important, before we move on from there, I think it's important to differentiate in your point there yep. and what you're talking about is the people that we see on the dole in that cycle but have $5,000 worth of tattoos all over their body oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or are driving a brand new car or, yep. you know, just not making good life Decisions, decisions, Yeah, then you want to rely on the government to subsidise this for you. Thank you,
0: that's the point. Yeah, yeah. that's so, the point. So, just a little bit of clarity. Yeah, thank you for that, that's that's exactly where I was going with this. So you've got that end of the spectrum that are doing this and they're living off the government to provide this support for mm-hmm. them. Then you've got those people who are genuinely trying to have children but mm-hmm. they can't. So they have to go and invest their own money into the heart. IVF and it breaks your heart when mm-hmm. you, the stories are just yeah. tragic. The question is should the government be subsidising to a level, I don't know what that level is mm-hmm. and that's open for discussion. This
1: raises two critical points and they're, they're quite controversial and perhaps even draconian. Number one, should it be means tested you know similar to covid payments from the yep. government and whatever else yep. that we've been going through in the last few years yep should it be means tested so if you're earning a million dollars a year yep. should you qualify for you know $100,000 worth of IVF payment yep. is the first question number two is and this is going to be controversial mm-hmm. i'm not going to express my opinion on it i'm just going to throw it out mm-hmm. there should it be means tested in your ability as an as a parent as Ooh, well how do you do that because I've seen, through my own life experience, yep. and I've had some interaction with government bodies such as family and community services for various reasons, and I've seen some really fucking shitty parenting. Yeah. I've seen some horrible things of, of neglect. I've spoken to caseworkers who've mm. told me about stories of neglect and shit like that. Yep. You know, a lot of that is the result of mental illness from the parents, yep. you know, don't have their full capacity. Then the argument also becomes, do we give this person $100,000 to spend on IVF when the government just dragged them through Children's Court to have their previous children removed because of uh, neglect and abuse issues.
0: So many, so many Mm. rabbit holes you go down this topic. So I believe I I need to do a bit more research on it, but I think that the government are considering mm. some form of support for IVF okay. Uh, I then, like it I, I do I'm, too. I'm all for I, I, it let I, me I be am, clear I am as well yeah. I'm all for yeah. it I think we need to do it yep. because we do support those yep. that are already in this world yeah. we need to support those Australian yeah. citizens who are trying yep. what that support looks like I don't yeah. know I, I know um, a couple of people in my world uh, yep. whom have had two separate sets of couples yep. whom have got two children to IVF mm-hmm. and these people have wanted children they are yep. tremendous parents they are yep. good people they've done everything right by the world mm. just couldn't have children yeah so they the the amount of money that they've pumped into yeah. this to get that happy family wow. unit the, you know the 2.4 mm. children picket fence they wanted that yeah. and they happily have done it and then you go to the other end of the spectrum where you've got you know that portion of society whom are not good parents yep. they're pumping out children mm. they're getting 100% support from the government they're getting you know government funded housing they're yep. getting government handouts, and they keep on rinsing, repeating this behaviour, yeah. it's, that's their career that they've yeah. made out of it. Yeah. Um, really, really hard situation.
1: Yeah, I don't know, mate, oh, because I'm all for it, because same as you. I, yeah, I've yeah. had friends along the way who, who are front of mind right now that, yeah, it was heartbreaking to watch. Mm. Never had that issue or never had to go through that, but I can absolutely empathise with people that are.
0: For sure, yeah. 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 Me too, I, I think so. It needs to be what done right. What that support looks like. Yeah. I don't know the yeah. answer to that question, but I think fundamentally, yep. yes, it should be taken care of. Yeah, on. absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. So
1: we're going to wrap up soon. A couple of more topics I wanted to touch on. The removalist. Yes. When we moved into that house that we were in, yep. we booked a removalist then. And, and they and didn't show up. Here's a tip for the beginners. Don't try and book your removalist based on lowest possible cost. Yeah. Because at uh, that time, my wife had booked it on Task Finder, Air, task, finder, yeah, air yeah, Tasker. Yeah. So she booked it on there. Seven o'clock that morning, the removalist rang me and he He's like... Oh, mate, I'm just up at Daisy Hill, which is near Brisbane. Yep. Uh, I'm just up at Daisy Hill. It's starting to rain here. Do you? What do you reckon? you want to call this off? Uh, no, mate. No. We're we've both. Low, mate. We've both taken the day off. We've both spent two weeks packing boxes. We both we're have going. it ready to go. Yep. We are going today. Come about 10 o'clock after trying to call him multiple times and up. he answers, yeah. hasn't answered, we'd resigned to the fact that I then had to go hire a truck and move the whole goddamn house ourselves. And
0: you'd already paid old mate. Yeah,
1: house that we were moving into. We didn't actually look through it we were renting that house and we got to the point where we were going to that many open homes to yeah, for yeah, rentals yeah, and blah yeah. blah and missing out on them that we just went fuck it let's just put a form in on this one so you really bang. didn't know what was inside it. no Yep. bang we got it after the removalist hasn't turned up and hide the truck and packed it and gone, driven down there got the keys for the first time walking through the house, we discover the double door fridge, the king size mattress off our bed and the lounge won't fit up our the staircase. It's a, it doubles back on itself. Yes, There's a yes. corner in the staircase. Shit. After lots and lots and lots and lots of swearing, Ben then takes himself off to a, a hire mob, gets this sort of crane trolley, winchy, trolley thing. winchy thing yep. and we take those things up over the veranda into the house. Yep. That's And how you we did
0: that with your wife? I did that with Michelle. And, and Maddox would have been about, five years old at that stage
1: hiding because he didn't recognize a lot of the swear words he heard that day the guy said i've had the conversation with the removalist guy who was located here on the gold coast went with a reputable mob took their price at face value had a conversation on that conversation i said to him okay King size mattress, fridge, lounge, have to go over the veranda. That's the hardest part of the deal. Yeah, this is the gig. Yep. Yep. Other than that, we've got everything packed downstairs, ready to go. That's just going to be the hardest part of it so that you're aware. Yep. No worries at all, mate. We can sort that out. Guys turn up. I met him in the driveway as part of that same conversation. Very similar to what I've just said. Guys, just so that you're aware, it's all packed up downstairs in boxes. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. That's simple. Upstairs, challenges, fridge, mattress, lounge. Oh, no one told us about that. And I went, well... Your boss knows. Yeah, that's what I said. I I said, I've had two conversations with your boss this week. And I told him on both of those occasions to be aware of these things. Oh, no one's told us. That usually attracts an extra fee of $150. But that's not his problem.
0: That's his boss's problem. True.
1: And I said, well, mate, no one's told me anything about an extra fee. And to be quite honest with you, I don't give a fuck about an extra fee. Yeah. What I do give a fuck about is it's moving day. Yeah. And And those three items off this balcony. Everything goes on moving day (laughs) regardless. Everything goes. Oh, I don't know know about this. And he grabs the other two boys and we walk up through the house, we go up the stairs and they're looking at the fridge and everyone's standing around with a puzzled look on their face and they're like, how are we going to do this? That's your craft. We need it. And then it comes out, we need at least another four blokes here to do this. Oh mate, let me fucking stop you right there. Uh, The fridge that you're currently standing in front of, (laughs) my wife and I got it in here. You've got three blokes here and you're talking about you need another four more? Yeah. Should we just cancel the other four blokes and ring my missus? or do you want to fucking sort it out yourself? (laughs) We'll get Michelle in here. Oh, mate, carry on. Like, it was just... Dead set. It was just whinging for at least another 20 minutes or so sort of thing, to the point where I went, mate, tell you what, if it's too hard... Don't worry about it. I'll fucking drag my poor missus out here yeah. and get her to fucking yeah, help me. we'll we'll winch this thing and, out. And you'll be fine, mate. Don't yeah. worry. You just go home. And he's, you know what he's responsible? Oh, great. No worries at all. Wow, really? That was genuinely that was, at That he was, was happy. where the red rag yep. was in front of the bull. He was happy to walk away from it and go, no, nah, fuck you. You can move your own fridge and land. So I, I thought about it after a while. I thought, no, fuck this. So I rang his boss. And I said, mate, I don't have an issue with an extra fee. I don't have an issue with it. it's yep. a difficult job. I don't have an issue with helping. I don't sure. have have an issue with any of these things. What I have an issue with is that they turned up with the wrong fucking attitude to start with. Yep. That's what I have issue. <laughs> yep. with. You're a mover, dude. In case you missed the fucking memo. your job Yeah. Yep. This is what you do
0: every day. Lounges, beds and fridges are part of that job. Exactly.
1: It's yep. 30% of your job, yep. I'd go as far as saying. <laughs> you know what? To his credit, the boss mm. man said to me, no worries, mate, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Yep. So I've been packing the ute doing runs yeah. in between and whatever, yeah. so I've done a run. By the time I've got back, boss is there, fridges out of the house, on the truck, all wrapped up in blankets, done properly. I made a point of sending that guy a message that afternoon saying, I just wanted to go out of my way and send you a message and acknowledge what you did today because I was very thankful for it. Right. I presented you with a problem. Yep. You came up with a solution. There was no issues whatsoever. You were here
0: within half an hour
1: and the job was done. But your team who
0: turned up looked for every excuse not to fucking do it. And here's what shits me about that, is that they were happy to do 80% of the job. The easy shit with the pre-packed boxes in the back of the truck, that's fine. The the challenging part of the job, oh, no, no, we we can't do that. You
1: You know what they did, though? At the end of the day, they still hit me up for some wild turkeys. Okay, uh, so that brings to a close another fantastic and productive... Thanks, Benny.
0: Always a pleasure, never a chore. Thank you very much.
1: A couple of acknowledgements, a couple of mentions. Follow us on our Instagram and Facebook. So... I'll give you those addresses. Get ready. M-E-A-T-I-O-C-R-I-T-Y. So our Instagram and Facebook are at MediocrityPC. So follow us on both of those. We're putting out some posts, might put out some surveys and stuff. Love your feedback. We're starting to work on some merch. We're looking at uh, doing some shirts, T-shirts, stubby killers. So we'll bring you some more... Yep, watch this uh, space. Information on there yep. about that stuff. We'd like to acknowledge the house band, the Dirty Tees. The Teas. Everybody Downtown loves Tokyo. the Dirty tees. Love a Dirty Tee. Uh, I believe the Facebook address for that one was at Dirty TS. Yep. Uh, You can find those guys. And that's a wrap. That's episode two. If you've got any ideas for content or anything you want to hear about or anything you want to know, hit us up on socials. Hit us up wherever. Uh, Happy to work with you guys. Really love putting this stuff together. Having a good time so far. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Love you.
0: Bye. Love you. Bye.